0: Well, good morning. How's everybody doing this morning? Uh, We just want to welcome you and wish you a Merry Christmas. And uh, it's good to see you. Are you excited for Christmas this morning? And uh, we just, I thought it would take a few minutes as we chat together this morning and just talk a little bit about Christmas. You know, Christmas is a season of gift-giving, isn't it, right? For most people, season is a gift, a, a, a season of gift-giving. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you already know what you're going to get for Christmas this year. Does already know what they're getting? Maybe a few people. Okay, most of you are still surprised. There's a couple people that are like, I know. I know what's coming, right? And so with that comes a certain amount of expectation, right, that we... Uh, Have certain expectations. And I think especially as kids, right, you remember that when you're little and you have certain expectations of things that you're hoping for. Maybe certain things uh, that you pointed out on your Amazon gift, you know, wish list or, you know, for some of you older folks, maybe you circled something in a catalog that was like that thick that came to your house right? But you would have these expectations and maybe those expectations would be met and maybe they wouldn't be. I remember uh, sometimes as a kid, right, you would, as a teenager, we would ask for a car and then, you know, what we get for Christmas is a matchbox car in our (laughs) stocking. My dad just liked to mess with us a little bit. I remember one time I asked, Uh, for a dog and I got a stuffed animal dog, right? So sometimes the expectations that we have are not necessarily met or fulfilled the way that we would desire. And that can be true for us, even as adults, as well. Sometimes we have expectations for Christmas. It's oftentimes not as much what gifts we're going to receive, but we have expectations about how things are going to go. We have expectations about what we want to see God do in our lives. We have expectations about what we want to see in our world and in our family, in our jobs, in our relationships. Our life is full of expectations. And so, you know, here's the cool thing is that Jesus is in the business of giving gifts. Uh, We've entitled this uh, this service this morning, Love Came Down. And I think about this verse, James chapter one, verse 17 says this, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Isn't that true that God is a, gift giver. And the gifts that God gives us are good gifts. God has good gifts for you and me. But part of being able to receive a good gift is having right expectations, right? That we expect what it is that God wants for us in a way that aligns with his will. Sometimes the things that we want are not always the things that are God's desire for us. And so sometimes you have to temper those things. And even in the Old Testament, when Jesus, or New Testament, sorry, when Jesus was born, uh, there were expectations of what it was going to mean when Jesus would come, when God would send His Son. And and so I just want to think about that. I've got four gifts up here that sort of represent different expectations that people had for the coming Messiah, for Jesus. And so I, I need four volunteers. Are there any kids that would like to volunteer? Okay, one, two, three. Come on up. I got one more back in the very back. Four, there you go. There's four, come on up. Oh, do we have five? All right. Well, Austin, I'm gonna do with the younger kids. You, I'll, I'll hook you up later. Okay. No, all right. Thanks, Austin. I appreciate it. I, I owe you. All right. Thanks for being awesome. Hey, how, how are you guys doing? Are you excited for Christmas? Are, are you looking forward to getting something this Christmas? Yes. What are you, what are you hoping to get? Um, a puppy. A puppy? Oh, I'm gonna pray for your mom and dad. <laughs> oh, that's, that's quite, that's quite the ask. All right. What are, you, what are you hoping to get? A metal detector. A metal detector. That sounds awesome. Very cool. I am excited to see what you'll find with a metal detector. That's, that's slightly scary, but very cool at the same time. What, how about you guys? Are you hoping for anything? A Lego set. A Legos. All right. Very good. How about you? Legos too. Legos too. All right. Well, good. Maybe you guys can get a bunch of Legos and share. So here's the thing in Scripture, you know, when Jesus came, uh, you know, there was an expectation. Of what kind of gifts. And so I've got four canisters here. And these kind of represent some of the expectations that people had when Jesus was going to be born. And so there's four different things. And so I'm going to have you each open one. Are you okay with that? And then when you're done, you can, you can go sit down. But I actually, um, well, I'll... I'll, I'll get into that later. So here, here's the first one. Um, here, why don't you go first? I'll let you ladies go first here. So I'm going to have you open the big green canister and see what's in there. And so you can open it up. It might be a little hard, but you can open it up and then pull it out and show everybody what it is. You got it. Okay. Awesome. You're strong. Very cool. All right. Pull it out. What is it? It's, what are, do you know what that is? It's chocolate, right? But it is giant chocolate isn't it have you ever seen a chocolate that big no they're making every all the candies at christmas are huge now right but here's the really cool thing is that some people thought that when jesus came that he was going to come as the king of the jews that he was going to be the king right and that in him right everything was going to be bigger and better right just just this seems like the size of candy for a king doesn't it right? At least I think so. Because, you know, kings, they they always have the biggest and the best of everything, right? Yeah, and there's two of them that are in there, right? And so that's the thing, is when Jesus came, some people had this expectation that the gift that he was giving them was that he was going to be the king of the Jews and that he was going to oversee everything, and that he was going to come in, and he was going to conquer the Romans, and that he was going to establish peace, and he was going to usher in this time of authority and reign for the Jewish people. But that's that's not exactly what happened, right? That was kind of a misunderstanding in terms of an expectation that they had. And, and so, you know, We see this throughout Scripture, but Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, it says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east and came to Jerusalem, saying, Here is he who has been born king of the Jews. For we saw a star when it rose, and have come to worship him. And so they thought that he was coming as a king. But not just a king spiritually, but a king to rule on the throne right then and to set up and establish his kingdom. But that's not exactly what happened, is it? And so this really was something that was different than what God had intended. And so that's, that's the first one. So here's the thing. I actually, I have a gift for you. So you can walk over there and grab a bag. And then I'm going to open the second one. And you, you can have a seat if you want. So there's a second expectation that people had. And so we want to look at the red one. So here, why don't you jump up here. Can you open this one and see what's in there? There we go. You got it. All right. What's in there? Oh, what is, that? is it a It's a Nerf gun. Yeah. What happens if you pull the trigger? Is it hard to pull. Oh wow. Yeah. All right. Look at that. That's crazy. So what all is in here? There's Nerf guns. Here's another one, right? And some Nerf darts in there, right? So do you have Nerf guns at home? No. No? Okay. Well, that's probably good, right? So but here, here's the thing is... There was another expectation that people had. Some people thought that when Jesus came, that he was just a troublemaker, right? Doesn't this kind of seem like trouble, right? And every parent knows if you get your kids Nerf guns for Christmas, that you're going to have some trouble in your house probably. you probably get get shot a few times. And so... That, that, there was a real element to that, right? That people thought that when Jesus was born, their expectation was that he was just going to cause trouble. Matthew chapter 2 says, When King Herod heard this, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him. He he, was troubled over the news of Jesus. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, became furious. And he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and all the region who were two years old or young under, according to the time that he had ascertained from the wise men. So some people didn't really welcome Jesus in, right? They thought that he was trouble. In fact, they sought to have him killed so that he couldn't be... You know, grow up and become the person that God had intended him to be, the Messiah. Jesus was a troublemaker to all who would be Lord of their own lives. And here, Jesus insists on being the Lord of our hearts. And sometimes that's offensive to us, right? That God would expect and demand to be Lord. And so some people saw Jesus as a problem, they saw him as trouble. So, okay, very good. You can, you can also grab a bag over there. Merry Christmas. And you can go have a seat. All right, so that leaves us. We've, we've got two down and we got two left here. Maybe I'll just stick these out of the way a little bit. Um, so do you want to do the third one? Okay, here's the third one. Let's see what it is. <laughs> what is that? Apple. It's an apple. What else is in there? More apples. A lot of apples? All right. So what do you think an apple is for? It's kind of confusing, is it? Who do you give apples to? Do you know? Sometimes we, this is kind of an old school idea, but sometimes we like to take apples and we find somebody who is a teacher and we give them an apple. Andy, you ever get an apple from a student? One time. time. So now, (laughs) so now it's two. Don't ruin the illustration for me, Um, right? But here's the thing is that some people had this expectation. They thought that sort of the gift that God was giving was a good teacher, that Jesus was simply a good teacher. And so, uh, you know, they thought he has a lot of good things to say. He has a lot of good teachings, but He's not the son of God. And so their expectation was that he was basically just a good rabbi. In John chapter 7, it talks about this, where it says the Pharisees heard the crowd whispering such things about him. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees sent temple guards to arrest him. And Jesus said, I am only with you for a short time, and then I will go to the one who sent me. They said, you will look for me, but you will not find me for where I am, for you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we cannot find him? You will look for me, but you will not find me. And where I am, you cannot come. And he skips down and he he says, Who is this man? And on hearing the words, the people said, Surely this man is a prophet. Others said, He is a Christ. Still others said, How can Christ come from Galilee? Does not scripture say that Christ will come from David's family? And some of them wanted to seize him and lay a hand on him. And so they thought that he was just a good teacher, right? That he was just a good rabbi. Many accept him and admire him as a good teacher, but they ultimately reject him as the Christ. So, okay, so that's our third one. So, very good. You can grab a bag as well, and then you can go have a seat. So we got, we got one left. And so this is the last one. So do you want to open that and see what it is? What's in it? It's empty, right? It's empty. And so here's the thing, right? Is that God sent his son and some people understood him to be the Messiah. And the Messiah meant that he would live, that he would die, and that he would be raised again. And so this empty can represents the empty tomb, right? We talked about that a little bit last week. That God came so that he would die for our sins and so that he would be raised up. And of course, this is the proper understanding and expectation that people have. Matthew chapter 16 verses 15 through 17 says, "Uh, But what about you, he asked, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. And so the question is, is for each one of us, is how do we receive him? All right, very good. There's a, there's a bag for you over there. You can have that and have a seed. And so that is a question for all of us here this morning. See, God has good gifts that he wants to give each one of us. And his main gift that he gave us is found in his son, Jesus Christ. And when God sent Jesus, love came down, peace came down, hope came down, joy came down. This was God's gift to the entire world. But sometimes our expectation of Jesus is misaligned with the reality of who he is and how he wants to work in our lives. See, because the same thing can be true for you and I. We may not necessarily receive Him as the King of the Jews, right? But sometimes we think that God is going to come into our lives and that He is going to solve all of our problems. That He's going to give us everything that we want. And that our life is just going to become a big can of giant chocolate candies, But it doesn't quite work that way, right? God calls us to a life of surrender and sacrifice. To follow Christ means that we lay down our own lives. But in this is great reward. It's a great gift from God. You know, there's others of us that sort of see God a little bit differently. We see God as maybe an authoritative being, but because he doesn't really do the things that we want in our lives and he doesn't solve our problems, that he just is causing trouble. That he's a God that could do things that we think he should do, but he doesn't. And so we just kind of see it as being more of a problem. And we maybe have had some experience in our lives of some heart or uh, some heartbreak or some pain. And we feel like, you know, God could have done something about that. But instead, he didn't. And we kind of see God as being more of a troublemaker in our life. And then there's others of us that we sort of see God like a good teacher. And we think, you know, it's all pretty good. I don't really know that I buy into all of it. I don't know if I really buy into His deity and His authority. I don't, I don't know if I really buy into this whole salvation thing. But, you know, the teachings make sense. I like coming to church. I like hearing things, especially around Christmas. But that's about as far as it goes. Is He's just, he's just a teacher. It's just some good, well-meaning things. But then there's others, and hopefully those of us this morning, that see it a little bit differently. And we know that Jesus is the promised Messiah and that He was sent as the ultimate gift for our lives and that if we put our faith and trust in Him, not as the King of the Jews, not as just a supreme being that's out there somewhere, not just as a good teacher, but as the promised Messiah, the one who would save His people from their sins, then we can receive Him into our lives and we can live and walk with Him and we can experience the eternal life That is offered in him. This Christmas. I would just encourage each one of us. To think about. You know what are your expectations for God. And what are God's expectations. For you and I. Because God has good gifts. For each one of us. But he has a desire. And a plan for relationship. And it's in that relationship. It's not in all of the things of the world. That we find God's love and God's peace and his joy and his hope. And so our prayer and hope for you this Christmas is that you would know the love of Jesus, that you would know the hope of Jesus, that you would have the peace and the joy of Jesus, and that your expectations would be met in Jesus Christ as you know him and serve him and welcome him into your celebration this season. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our time here this morning. God, we thank you for your son, Jesus, that was sent to live and to die and to be raised again for you, for all of us, for salvation and for eternal hope and glory. And God, we just pray right now, God, that you would just allow our hearts to have the right expectations. God, that as we go through this Christmas season and we interact with friends and family and we give and receive gifts and whatever traditions maybe we have as families, God, that we would have an expectation to see and to experience your love. God, that we would have an expectation to see and experience the hope of Jesus in our hearts. And God, that we would welcome you, not as a king or a a supreme being or as a teacher, but as the promised Messiah. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Part three, peace comes down. Then wise men came later to worship their king. They traveled.